Hello. Hello. So did you know that Claire has vertigo? Oh, that stuff is kind of tough. Yeah. Isn't it? It's no fun. Terrible, terrible symptom, which is that in my case, my whole life is just spinning to the left. Um, so not anymore. Like now I'm, I'm in a really good space where I can just sit up and like, as long as I move very slowly and deliberately around the house, everything is pretty good. I just have to make sure to not make any sudden sharp turns to the left. So like if something distracts me out of the corner of my eye, I can't, I just have to like have the, you know, whatever willpower to not look at it. And, uh, did this I'm, just happen, like, today to No, you? it happened, uh, I woke up with it Tuesday. Oh. It's happened before. The first time it happened to me, I was terrified. I actually thought I was having a stroke. I didn't know what else oh it my could, God. could be. So I actually called an ambulance and, like, did that whole thing and did the MRI and blah, 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 blah. And it's one of those things that once you get to the end of it and you find out that's all it is and you feel ridiculous for calling an ambulance, but at the time that it happens to you, you can't even imagine that it's not the end of your life because of the feeling of just like everything spinning into blackness and you know it's really oh my really scary. gosh so this, like this time oh. I toughed it out at home and and I'm not necessarily sure it was the wisest thing to do but I think in the end it's the same I, I think it, not, now that I know the way they treated me in the hospital and medications and stuff that I was given I I think I've managed it at, as home as well as I could have. Welcome to Listen and Learn or Not podcast. I'm Anna D. Four miles away is life coach Lori, who's in the master studio. <laughs> and over there is Claire. She's got a morning show on the highest rated country station on the planet called Fits in the Morning. <laughs> She's got a weekend show on, on 98.9 The Bull. Uh, does it yeah. make your heart race really fast to a point where you really feel like you're, you might even be having like heart a heart <laughs> issue? or Yes, but that I think that's more the panic reaction. The panic. Than the actual um, symptom, I think. Oh because, my gosh, Claire! Yeah, because now that I know what it is, and I'm sort of I don't know controlling it or whatever. The last few days, like yesterday, for example, I felt so much better. But every time I lay on my left side, like if I try to take a nap and I sleep specifically on my left side, everything spins into this like like gravity well of, of darkness, and that's when your heart starts to race. But now that I know that that's what happens. My heart doesn't race anymore. Now I just count to 10 and it stops spinning. But when it So many first... questions. <laughs> oh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, was Tuesday the first episode you've ever had, Claire? No, I had this almost two years ago here was the first time it happened. Oh. Uh, actually, that's not true. Uh, this happened to me also about 20 years ago, but it was very different that time. That mm -hmm. time was a different thing called labyrinthitis. It's the same idea where you get either fluid or a virus or goo, for yeah. lack of a better word, stuck in the little, um, you know how your ear has the little like curly Q part inside there? And that's the, it's called the labyrinth or the cochlea. And that's, that's what controls your feeling of motion. It helps you to keep your equilibrium when you're on an airplane or a roller coaster or, or whatever. And about 20 years ago, I had this thing where that, that all got out of whack. And that was not as violent as this. That was more like I was just on a boat in a storm. This is different because right now, I've like talking to you, I'm sitting up, I feel pretty normal. I just know that if I 
move too violently in one direction or another, it will knock into this much more violent, darker spin. I know this it sounds terrible, but it, it, it is. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it is pretty terrible because without getting into graphic detail, the result of the symptom of dizziness is, well, you know, just think about the last time you ate a bunch of french fries and went on three roller coasters, right? What happens? <laughs> the real problem with this is uh, dehydration. You have to be really careful to stay hydrated. But again, I've learned how to manage that. I have a great partner. Sharon's been great at keeping me hydrated and yeah. giving me protein shakes and making sure I, I keep fed and all that stuff. It's still scary. Yeah. I mean, so the first time you had it and you mm -hmm. said it wasn't as violent, like what did it feel like? Was it just a little dizzy spell or? It felt like I was in constant motion on a boat. It started harder and eased off, and I'll tell you something else. The, the scary part of that time is it took about two weeks that time. This version, what they call benign positional vertigo, this is different because as intensely as it starts, it's usually over in like three days. Whereas that first version, the labyrinthitis I had the, the 20 years ago, that lasted almost two weeks, and that was terrible. Oh. It wasn't, the symptom wasn't as violent. It just, it wouldn't go away. This, at least I know in another day, really, I'll be pretty much back to normal. At least I hope so. I've always been a little susceptible to motion sickness. Like, I always take Dramamine when I fly on an airplane, and I avoid the big roller coasters. You know, I can handle, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, in fact, the last time I was at Disneyland, I went on Radiator Springs. That that was pretty good, you know. Yeah, I, I, you I, had I, more I, fun than uh, Vertigo. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I'm not going on Space Mountain, and I'm not. You know, oh I know, I know my limits, right? That I can't. one. That's just a seizure waiting to happen. Yeah. Space Mountain. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, Now your puppy's feeling for you. Yeah, he spotted something. A very dangerous mother and toddler. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. You know so, how those toddlers can be. Go get them! <laughs> those toddlers are sneaky, man. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, especially it's a terrible too. Yeah. Spotting the, there. The first time I heard of vertigo was my kid's mm -hmm. bus driver got it, and oh. she pulled over, and so we all got a message that Thank we God. were waiting for them to get on a different bus, but I had no idea what it was, and when I saw her, I said. Oh, so you couldn't like shake it off and drive? And she's like, oh, oh no, you wouldn't want me to. <laughs> oh, God, no, no. Thank God she had the presence of mind to be able to pull yes, over. Yeah. I mean, if the way I felt when I woke up Monday, if I had been behind the wheel of anything, let alone a bus full of, of your children, oh my God. Um, I'm, it's amazing she could just stop and stay where she was. Yeah. Bless her for doing that. How long was she out for? Do you remember? Several weeks, actually, because yeah, with bus driving, of course, she probably had to get a medical okay to come back. Yeah. Is it something brought on by stress or just from a, a pre-something condition? You know, I, oh. I think, I don't know, because in both cases, I was not particularly stressed. <laughs> the one I had two years ago, the one that was similar to this, I had just had a some kind of cold or virus. And in this case, obviously, I haven't had any kind of viruses because mm -hmm. I will say the one, you know, if there was one silver lining to coronavirus, I don't know anybody who's gotten anything because we are constantly washing and away right. and uh, I know I didn't catch this as any kind of virus from anybody because I, I haven't I've, I've been cleaner and further away from people than I ever have been in my life. She's I'm, bathing in Clorox. I am. Yeah. My, my fear <laughs> is that it's allergy-related. I've, I've been having a very difficult time the last week or so with the allergies for some reason. In fact, I, had, I was Me just too. looking into, into changing uh, allergy medications to see if I could find something a little bit more effective. When what are you taking started. now? Right now I'm taking Claritin. 
Okay. Yeah, um, I've taken that before, and I'm currently taking Zyrtec. I wonder if you take allergy medicines, and after if you take them so frequently that after a while they wear off. Because my boss, it seems like it had happened to her. Like, like you get I, immune she was or taking something. some, and then I she had to take too. a different kind. And yeah, do you think that as yeah. well? I think it's possible, yeah. And I think when once the cottonwood kicked up over here, yeah, um, <laughs> everywhere, just went, my sinuses oh. went bonkers, and and I have a feeling that that's that's what triggered it mm-hmm. in my case. Somebody suggested a a, a different uh, someone I know also was suffering from vertigo recently, and it was from another um, allergy medication. And I'm not going to name what that is because I don't mm. want to freak people out if they take it. But uh, the funny yeah. thing is, I was thinking of switching to it, and I'm like, well, I guess I won't take that one. Right? Um, oh, but, I can't uh, wait to ask you behind the scenes what yeah, that behind is. The scenes, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm happy to tell you that Claritin may or may not work for me, but I'm not going to tell you what really doesn't work for other people. Right. <laughs> you know what's funny about Zyrtec? Is it? <laughs> this is stupid. This is so stupid. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure it's in my head, but I could swear the first time when I took Zyrtec, it made my tongue swell up and I couldn't talk, (laughs) which is like, as a broadcaster, that's like the only thing you got going for you. You That's when I switched to Claritin. Wow. But I may, oh, give, I may give Zyrtec a whirl again because I've heard it works really, really well for people. So I may, I may switch over to that. Well, and here's it the problem with, with allergies mm-hmm. is I have a friend who's an allergist. And so when people come to the office, you know, they scan them to see if they have a fever. Or they don't, but then they sneeze. And so they make them go around back to the back door because they think they have the virus. But they're like, right. this is an allergy clinic and I have allergies. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's shouldn't that be the obvious solution? Right. But what what's the old uh, the medical thing? If, if it looks if like a duck, a ho- if you hear hoofbeats, it's probably a horse. But be careful because a zebra might kick you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody said yesterday about being afraid. They said play it safe, but still tie up your camel. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So yesterday I had two posts that really caught on fire. And I wanted to tell you, number one was if you are from the Pacific Northwest, you know that Seafair is summer here and we have the Blue Angels and it has all been canceled. We found out yesterday. Even the Blue Angels part? Everything. Some things are postponed, but we posted it on Warm last night, and whoever the administrator of the Seafair Facebook page was jumped on because of all of the comments of our listeners and just answered all of them. It was so brilliant. I loved it. Wow. And oh, wow. They, that's great. Wasn't that? And But he, whoever he, she said, we do have a lot of surprises for you, so we just can't put oh. it out there yet. But, you know, I feel like... Everybody is grieving. It's like one more thing, one more thing. And then we think, oh, we're going to get to go out. And then one more slam dunk. Kids can't graduate. And so it, it just is interesting how our world, our 2020. 2020 is a shit show. Yes. <laughs> it kind of is. The- Watching everybody suffer through mm-hmm. through this and so in all, in all levels. I'm And some people you, that ugh. did really good are doing really bad now. And I always say, you know what? It's okay to not be okay. Thank you for that. Yes. Yeah. I I am curious, and and we don't have to get too far into the weeds here, but I think part of the reason it's a gut punch is it feels so far away. It feels like we haven't even started summer yet, and they're already canceling. Yeah. I think Um, that, that Claire, that is brilliant. I think that's it. It's like, whoa, you weren't mm -hmm. even going to wait a few more weeks? Right. And Mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, just in terms of like, you know, I try to look at it from a journalistic point of view Mm -hmm. of, okay, well, the, the governor this and the phases and all that kind of stuff. Did they give any specific reasons why? I mean, I'm assuming it's just the 
the crowd portion. Right. Like you said, there are surprises. There are other things that will be afoot that will be fun for us. But how did they reach that decision this soon? Let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about that when we get back. Escape. Travel to other lives and other minds. The beautiful, the twisted, the lucky, and the tragic. Escape to the world of the famous and the infamous. For stories of celebrity and real crime, escape to Reels. Find Reels in your home. Go to Reels.com. That's R-E-E-L-Z.com. Reels is a Hubbard Broadcasting Company. Okay, let's pick it right up. Did they give a reason? For canceling it so soon. I wonder if it was influenced by, for instance, the state fairs, which are mostly in late July and August. All but the Washington State Fair, all of the other fairs have canceled. I mean, Mm, when have we ever not not had a fair? Right. So Washington State is still hanging tough. mm -hmm. And they're in September. So. Oh, right. They're not until September. Exactly. Okay. And, you know, honestly, if you think about it, they've got to if they're going to cancel. I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars. We're talking a fireworks show. They've got to give people, I guess, plenty of time. You know, it's interesting because a lot of people were like, okay, well, we'll be really happy in 2021 trying to find the silver lining. But it it just really felt like a blow yesterday. I was like, what? They're going to cancel Christmas next? <laughs> like, did, did anybody ask the Seafair person, hey, can you at least just put on a fireworks show, even though you're yes, going to probably did. not allow people on at Gasworks Parks, Gasworks Park or something. I mean, like, can't they put on a show anyway? Well, can't they put the Blue Angels on anyway? Oh, wouldn't that be great? Well, what they said was they get a lot of their money from entry fees and from the vendors for all of these events. And that's how they pay for everything. Oh, because fireworks shows are like a billion dollars. Oh, right. But you know what? <laughs> a few years ago, they weren't going to have right. one of the fireworks. And some some millionaires stepped up. In, and in this town, we have lots with Microsoft. So, you know, I imagine that that's kind of maybe on the docket that, hey, we're going to do a show. But right. uh, you can't right. come. You if know. You, as long as you get people to, if, if as long as you're not hosting it as a, a public event, exactly. if they're shooting fireworks off a barge, you can't stop us from watching them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I hope so. I, I, yeah. I, I'm with your millionaire dream. Yeah. Um, and similar for the Blue Angels, I'm sure they oh. have their very specific reasons for how and why they do things. And yeah. shout out to them for, they are, you know, with their training flights that they've mm-hmm. continued to do, not just the Blue Angels, but the Army Thunderbirds right. and, and the, you know, all the guys who have to train in those planes. Right. And instead of just flying over their own airfields, they're, you know, saluting our first responders exactly. and our frontline medical yeah, workers. Yeah. And that's really awesome. It yeah. makes you wonder why they couldn't do a, yeah. do a little seafare flyover. <laughs> right. And maybe they will. I decided that a long time ago that my dream, one of my bucket lists is to ride with the Blue Angels, which I know is Shelly's done it. It's like exhilarating and terrifying and you're probably going to puke. But I so badly want to <laughs> do that. And I was like, you want to huh? puke? No, yeah, I want to be. No, I want to fly with them. them. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I'd love that legacy of I flew with the Blue Angels. Yeah. And I love airplanes. I'm like kind of freaky crazy about them. But yeah, not this year, I guess. <laughs> we we should put in um, something, me and you, Claire, we'll, we'll put in something like, you know, let's let's have Lori be the Seafair Queen yeah. this year. Seafair Queen? Queen? No. Not in 2020, though. Uh, if, no, if I'm queen, do I get to ride with the Blue Angels? Is that the, is that the thing? 
I think that's the thing. We'll, we'll, we will make you some sort of queen if, if that's what it takes to get you behind the Blue Angels. Ultimate goal is the Blue Angels. I think you go for we'll it. We'll just claim you. I'd love to see you realize that dream. <laughs> oh well, gosh. and then here's the other thing. So that was really fabulous, the interaction that we saw on Facebook with that. And people being so disappointed. And yet, the just it wasn't that bam bam meanness it was like oh really you're kidding me and they're like yeah you know it was a hard decision and then they're like oh I bet it was hard to make that decision but here's the other one and I didn't I posted this only on my page there's a guy that runs around shoreline his name is Lamont Thomas and he was supposed to never walk again he was backed over as a little kid Oh, my. Yeah. And he the only way that he has really survived is he has walked every day and he runs all around Shoreline and people call him the running man. He just wrote a book. Somebody asked him to write a book. So he's published a book. Well, he is out on the run. So he's all around the town while everybody else is locked down. So this was on a window and it doesn't show what the business was. And I posted it and I could not believe I thought. I don't know. I kind of thought maybe I would get a negative on this, but people were like, I need one of these. So this is what the sign says. It's green and it's taped up light. It looks like a drive up window. Maybe it says all of the essential employees are getting very tired of rude people. We are tired, stressed and cleaning everything, trying to keep you safe. Please stop being ungrateful and rude. Be kind to one another and the essential employees. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, imagine what it took to get you to the point where you had to make that sign and put it up. I mean, what, right? what finally happened that you went, you know what? <laughs> here, stay out if you don't want to be in here. Right? It's terrible. I mean, good for, I'd say good for them for standing yeah. up. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what people were saying. And most people are like, I need one of those. I'm like, well, you can copy paste. But, uh, you know, <laughs> right. and, and here's the thing. I, uh, my little local grocery store that I go to, um, there's a gal, and I'll just toot this horn a little. She was homeless, and she came to Esther's place, and she got housing. She got a job, and now she's working at Safeway, doing awesome. And when I Sweet. get up to her, you know, I always am so happy to see her because I'm so proud of her. And she just shakes her head. She goes, I'm so happy to see you. And I go, oh, well, thank you. She goes, no, it's because you're nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you wow. know, She goes, people are so oh, mean. mean. And, and then the girl at Dutch Brothers She's like, yeah, people can be mean. I try not to take it personal, but I'm like, wow, to have to say I try not to take it personal, you know? I know, right. Guys, I haven't been going to the stores at all. I've been sending my husband to do that <laughs> and, or or just going online to shop. Are people rude to the grocery store workers uh-huh. or, or medical people because they think that they have it or why why i guess why are people being rude because they're or is scared this something before covid yeah i think no i think they're scared and i think that it's that whole thing when we talk about like coaching is like do we want to act or react so if something happens you know we want to take a minute and think about it but a lot of people when they're acting out of fear and survival they don't have that filter and so it's tapping into their fear and they just explode they're not really really honestly probably has nothing to do with the employee but it sure doesn't feel that way when you've been dealing with people like that all day long that's my thought is that people are acting out of fear maybe some people are like somebody oh uh, somebody a friend of mine was at costco and she was trying to ask a question and she didn't think the guy could hear her so she just pulled down her mask she said he jumped back like she shot him with a rubber band or something (laughs) (laughs) get that mask back on right (laughs) Right. oh my gosh what do you guys think 
I do think that people are also they're kind you're kind of in a bubble, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you when you when you do go to the grocery store and I have a really very I live in kind of a smaller neighborhood and very pleasant grocery store and I pretty much see all the same people all the time and it's it it hasn't been terribly crowded when I've gone. So I, I don't I personally have had a, a decent experience with it. You can feel people's energy and you can see their eyes darting around, especially now that everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah. And I do feel like people are, are going into it as if they were going into their own personal combat zone. Right. And mm. it, I think it is fear and it causes you to lash out. And even if something is simple, I've only seen this once or twice, but people snapping over where you're supposed to, the six foot dots, right? Yes. Like all the stores have a little measurement for where, where you're supposed to stand. And I don't know if people think that people are cutting in front of them, if they're line jumping, or if they're just afraid of catching the virus. But people are getting very hostile about those blue dots. Yes, so. yes. And your dot. Um, and like and we, your dot. and like we talked about the wrong way. You know, now they've got arrows. Yes. And so it's like if you're a rule follower, that's really hard when you see somebody who's just going the wrong way because they just got to go four feet to grab a peanut butter or something. Right. <laughs> Has right. a fight ensued yet because mm. somebody went the wrong way? <laughs> Not I sure haven't about seen that. a fight, but I'm sure they have. <laughs> you sure? Oh wow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh man, I I wonder if there's so much fear right now that people are. Uh, you know, are causing crimes because they're scared that they're gonna not have enough, so they'll they'll steal. And I'm saying this for a reason, ladies, because two hours ago uh-huh. I found out that uh, from HR Corporate they just emailed me saying someone filed unemployment for me. Oh, right, and a whole bunch of oh teachers my gosh, in Snohomish. You Oh. It's a fraud thing. Yep. yep. And I'm not the only one in our building, guys, that it happened to. So it right. happened to at least one more person. So we know that this is actually coming. It happened to a friend of mine last week. She found out. Right. And So they um, froze everything so, for two weeks to sort this was. out. Yes, they froze they all unemployment for two weeks to sort this out. And um, oh. my sister So it is, it is something that's happened in our company um, oh. that has been known because I didn't know. And the, the whole school district in Lake Stevens. Many, many oh, teachers. Oh, it happened I to mean, them. Everything. And oh, uh, apparently it's Lord. coming out of another country. Uh, that's what I've heard. I'm not mm. totally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know that the, I know that they're going really hard against the fraud, but uh, Anna, that's the first time I, that, I, that I heard that, that it, that it was happening within our building. That So yeah. people are somehow getting the information of people who have current names and social security numbers yeah, and they must have my social security number on their so, behalf. Oh, wow. yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So we now, that's going to be pain. You in any kind of trouble, right? No, no. If if this happens to you, you there are a bunch of steps you want to take. Unfortunately, it's a pain in the butt. Mm. Um, but like um, you know, you want to uh, do stuff like file uh, an unemployment fraud report through the um, Employment Security Department, ESD. So mm-hmm. you go on that website, and then, um, so I've done that already, and then next you want to uh, fill out an identity theft, uh, you know, report from the FTC website, oh, right. and then you want to check your bank accounts, your credit cards. So um, a, a part of doing that is uh, placing some sort of a fraud alert on your credit reports, mm-hmm. and then people are telling me to freeze my credit, what? but that means that you can't you you know do large purchases, which I don't plan on doing for a while, I'm sure. But you know, if you do freeze your credit, side note, you want to be 
be sure to unfreeze it before you make that big purchase, you mm -hmm. know. But you want to go to, you know, like uh, go and and that fraud alert report you do through those three agencies like Experian or you know, um, there there are other TransUnion I think is another one. So you do that. You want to file a police report. That's the next really? step. I'm after the podcast. I'm gonna this is good file to know. a police report. The other person from our building told me that she did it through county sheriff. Huh. Um, and so I think I'm going to do both like the county and our local police. So, you know, there's a lot of steps you need to take and thank goodness, you guys, the only, the only thing I'm, you know, okay with right now, because at what the moment I found out my heart just dropped. Like I was like, oh my god! So if you guys tried to get a hold of me like a couple couple hours ago about the podcast, and I probably was really short, it's because I just found out. And I'm like, oh my god, why? Why? <laughs> but um, I, I, you know. I guess the you, we don't have to stay on the phone with unemployment like what a friend of mine did last week. She thought she she's like I can't even get a hold of unemployment because you know everyone a lot of people are are trying to get a hold of unemployment. So you know calling you don't have to do that. You just go to the ESD or the Employment Security Department website and you could just fill out that form and not have to be on the phone. So that's a good thing. You don't have to, you know, go to your credit card phone. You can yeah. just do this all online. And uh, Good to know. Yeah. Because you can't get through to unemployment, from what I right. understand. You right. just, yeah, you it's too you crazy. You can't get them on the phone now. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. that's good to yeah. know that you can just do it online. Just mm -hmm. do it online. And, and even doing it through ESD, mm -hmm. they don't ask for your full social security number. They just ask for the last four digits, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so that that made me feel a little bit better. Um, I mean, I still got a lot of steps to take, but you know, thank goodness. If if you do, you there are chances that you probably know someone who's been through it already. Yeah. Well, we, so you can you check, or do you have to wait for them to call you? Right, right. You you can just call your friends that have gone through this already, and chances are you have, and ask them what the steps you're taking. Our our coworker that's been through this already, she's about to send me her whole list of her whole checklist of what she needs to do. So if you guys need that for okay. some reason, I hope to God that that doesn't ha this ha doesn't happen to you. But if it does, just ask me, and I I got a checklist from both my friends oh. <laughs> that it's happened to already. What a pain in the butt! Huge really? pain in the butt. Oh, so criminals crazy. are are make such trouble for everybody else. It's, Don't they? It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's what our that's what our coworker said. She said, mm. well, "How is it that they, you know, they do this to people who don't even make that much? You know, right, and, right. but then I and I told her, you know, these are probably the same people who will go to the elderly, you know, and get all their information and do the same to them and and wipe them clean. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's just that kind of there's characters out there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Unfortunately. And isn't it interesting with the computer age? I mean, can you imagine if we had gone through this like even 20 years ago? So we're so grateful for the internet and the computer and that we can Zoom and teach online. But then on the other hand, people have more access to our stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, there's a there's a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, because the, the only good thing that I, I was telling you about was he, you can also be resourceful. So mm -hmm. all these things that are happening, you don't have to, you know, stress out with, oh, I need to I need to get a hold of these. I got to visit my bank. I got to this. Right. You could do it all online, too, exactly. which I don't know if it's good or bad either. <laughs> thank goodness everything's at your fingertips. So you don't have to if whatever stress that I was feeling a couple of hours ago kind of went down because I've already gone through like 
like half the most important steps. Good. Like not, and it didn't take that much time. Yeah. Thank goodness. Good. Wow. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. you and, uh, and shared that. And also pretty good that they didn't, that they just focused on that one thing, that they just, you know, focused strictly on the unemployment fraud and didn't go after your bank Try accounts or your credit yeah. cards or, or that right. kind of stuff. But like you said, you got to check. Right. You got to check. You yeah. got to check. And, you know, yeah, that, you, that is a very good point, Claire. Thank goodness yeah. they only went for one thing. Yeah. So yeah. we're running out of time, but I am really curious so far. What would you say, both of you, your biggest, I would say two takeaways, number one, positive, number two, negative takeaway from Corona shutdown so far? I think, and you know what? I don't have kids. <laughs> so this is my perspective. Well, you got pups. <laughs> outside in. So many people are like, oh, the poor seniors. Oh, they yeah. didn't get their prom. Oh, they didn't get their graduation. And yeah, that is really bad. Every kid I've spoken to has been fantastic. They, <laughs> they are having, they're like, this is like, you know, yeah, I'm bummed I didn't get my prom. But they're having an experience like no one else has ever experienced. Ah. And they're getting together on Zoom stuff. A lot of teens are, are in my neighborhood. Are they're, I guess because they've been together all this time, they're still sort of hanging out together in parks, and they're all they're wearing masks, and they're being good little campers and all that kind of stuff. But they're definitely out in little, in little droves, and I've been sort of distantly talking to them. There's all this, like, there are signs everywhere, and, and people have put up these messages of support for them in different places around the the neighborhood. And I just, I feel like the kids have a much better attitude about this than we do mm. <laughs> in terms wow. of, of, of their present and their future. This too shall pass. And yeah, okay, I didn't get to walk across stage at graduation, but there's a lot worse things. And so, like I said, I don't have kids, but my experience of yeah. all the kids I know wow. has been, um, they're just fine. They're just fine. The downside, I would say, is I had a situation last week where somebody that I knew tweeted a picture of himself with a broken ankle. This is in another state <laughs> in the southeast of the U.S., and the, man, uh, the EMT was not wearing a mask or gloves. <gasps> uh -oh. And even in, even in your basic EMT training, as a volunteer when I did disaster relief, you always wear a barrier protection. You always wear gloves. Mm hmm and I put a kind of a sort of a more subtle post about it on Facebook, knowing that people would contact me privately and want to get a hold of this guy. And they did. And it worked. And he was reprimanded by his captain. And the people in his community were, were furious <laughs> that he did that. And we're talking about a, a frontline medical worker, a person whom otherwise I would trust implicitly with anything. Mm. And this one particular gentleman was sort of going out of his way to make a point of flouting the the system. Wow. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, he was reprimanded for that. And mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. And I just, I felt like a snitch. Like I mm -hmm. was, I had, felt like I had to snitch on somebody and it was a terrible <laughs> feeling, but I also felt like he was in the wrong, you know. Well, and you and, felt strongly about it, and I love it that yeah. you didn't just go, oh, well, you were like, wow, this, I feel strongly and I'm going to do what I can. 
Yeah, right or wrong or disagree or agree, it, it overwhelmed me to the point where I just I felt like I had to act. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and it, it only takes one person to give you COVID. I mean, right. just one breath or you know, mm-hmm. one spit. Well, you know, right. some people say, right. but you know, he he has been exposed to so many right. people, sick people and all that stuff. Why don't you? I mean, mm. even minus Corona, even if it wasn't Corona, isn't it? Aren't they supposed to? Yes. I mean, precisely. There are a million other things that, that are blood and otherwise born. Responders should always be wearing gloves. At least in my experience, I was always taught that. Yeah. And I thought maybe I had it wrong. I thought, well, gosh, maybe when you splint an ankle, you can't wear gloves. I mean, I really started <laughs> to justify it in my head that I was wrong about, about this. But um, based on the people who privately reached out to me and, and wanted to know where this happened and all that kind of stuff. Meeting people in the industry felt like I had done the right thing, but I felt like a terrible person for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> How Snitch. about you, Anna? Snitch. <laughs> New name for you. Yeah. Tell smell. <laughs> right, right. Let's see. So positive, I would say that people, I feel like people are have become more creative um, when maybe they may not have otherwise thought so um, and um, creative in so many ways even on like zoom calls like um, one of our AE Sally she she said hey um, tomorrow's zoom call let's all wear like you know something crazy like a hat or a mask or something <laughs> like that and just surprise surprise our, our bosses you know and it tur- it was so funny it was so great to see all that um, uh, and so that, that's been really cool and and then you know the also creativity on a personal level where you know you start thinking of ways to either get through your day um, or even doing something you know simple by saving money and like some of the things you shop for like I shopped for <laughs> I shopped for a laundry machine that you operate on a foot pedal (laughs) wow because I'm like thinking well you know maybe I don't have to use up so much electricity or water or anything like that so I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to make it so that you know we could operate on just without electricity sometimes maybe so so things like that just being more creative and then the negative I guess you know sort of the same thing with how Claire had to feel like you feel kind of awful for having to call somebody out for not wearing a mask, not wearing a glove, or you know, or even not social distancing at a still at a time when we might know a little bit more about the virus, but we still don't know everything about it. So just that whole unknown and, and the fear that it causes and the anxiety that's that's causing everybody. Some people are losing sleep over it. So that's the negative for me. For me, the Clorox. I'm so sick of Clorox. (laughs) My hand... Wait, are you sick of the smell or are you sick of hearing about it? No, I'm sick of the smell because, you know, we're using it and I'm glad we are. Don't get me wrong. But I am so sick of it. And, and, you know, like I wash down before I leave and then I'm in my car and I wipe my hands off and then I'm like, oh, there's some chips. I'm going to have some. And and then they taste like Clorox. (laughs) What flavor? Clorox. (laughs) Minty, minty flavor oh, there are different there are different scents right are there different this, scents? i think this one's lemon lime i'm not sure but and the the positive thing is i have loved the memes 
I mean, like the one I posted last night, I found a picture of a lady with a mask, like a really pretty mask over her eyes that, what? They told me I had to wear a mask. So, <laughs> so finding fun memes and talking on the phone, because uh, that's something my kids really don't do, but now they are. Oh. And I've really appreciated that. Yeah. I like that it's healing the earth. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I like that, too. Like, I wonder if we're not going to have super hurricanes this year because we interesting have, I don't know, well, I don't know what it's doing with global warming. Maybe the oceans are still warmer, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it reacts quite that fast. <laughs> Darn! But, um, but Darn. smog, but I yeah. I like, yeah. I like the way you're thinking, Anna. Thanks. Um, I just, it may take more than one summer to, to, to do that. <laughs> and, to cool it off. Everybody, dump your freezers of your ice cubes That's and right. put it in the sound. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do, I love the story about how there's a, a place in uh, in northern India where they can they can see the the Himalayas and they Whoa. they never knew they could see them from there before. Isn't that and amazing? They were like, no, in a generation, no one had ever been able to see this certain section of the mountains, and they're like, oh wow, what are those doing there? And I would love to see, you know things like that continue if if not at the expense of people's lives necessarily but at everybody looking at it and going oh wow we really could fix this if we wanted to yeah and maybe those videos in venice of the dolphins going to the you know (laughs) yeah going to the shore they might not be real now but hopefully it'll be real later yeah right (laughs) right Yeah, that's awesome. Like to get a life tip of the day from life coach Lori, a certified ICF accredited life coach who completed the Yale University coach specific training. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> so, what do you have today? Well, <laughs> I have something really cool. Something that I think a lot of people struggle with, Anna. I mean, not Anna. Um, <laughs> perfectionism. <laughs> um, I've been hearing a lot about this just do it and that done is better than perfect. If you struggle with perfectionism, to just be okay with okay, which I know is hard. No! Give it a try. And one of my coaching clients, my recovery coaching clients, her, her whole assignment this weekend is to color outside the lines. And she's almost almost having like this anxiety attack over it. So I asked her (laughs) to have her roommates uh, videotape her coloring outside the lines because she's just like hyperventilating. It's okay. It's okay to just be okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Are you going to sign that to me? (laughs) <laughs> yes. Oh, dang, man. Okay, Anna, there you go. You have your mission. Oh, boy. We want a video of it. <laughs> I love well, I love that you're so, that you are so attention to details because Thank I'm you. not. But I also know that with perfectionism, although there's so many good things that it can stop you from doing things that you really yeah. want to do. Yeah. It takes me forever to do, do a, a simple task. It's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Uh, well that is it for us thank you so much for downloading our podcast and listening and learning or nodding (laughs) she's Claire over there she's Life Coach Lori I'm Anna D and this is Listen and Learn or Not bye bye (laughs) bye bye